Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about, well, when governments get out of control. Or at least, they don't really stop their people from getting out of control. Um, You know, America, the rest of the world, we kind of have a history of getting out of hand and kind of turning on the people. And... You know, it's played out over and over again. And like I said, sometimes it's kind of the government just turns a blind eye. And sometimes, you know, it's full on government. And it just, it it taints a people's history. And whoever writes the history books, they get to kind of create, you know, their own version of history. And that's what's kind of interesting. Um, So... You know, the details from the story, they always, you know, are told by the winner, right? You know, and so they get to have their own. And then I think now, you know, America is trying to, I guess, right some wrongs. And and we're trying to, you know, dig up our our ugly, sordid history. But then we almost seem to be going to the other extreme in some of our recreations, like, oh, yeah, it was just, you know, every single white person was horrible, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we kind of go that way, you know. But it, it, obviously there's a, a mix, but there's also obviously cases where people are completely wrong um, that the government, you know, you can paint it any way you want, but there's no way that, mm-hmm. you know, you weren't wrong. When you're like, oh, yeah, we went out and we just shot everybody standing there. And you're like, yeah, but they were looking at us bad. You know, you're like, well, yeah, that doesn't really. And that's what I feel like the defense that you kind of read sometimes. It it, it comes across like that. You know, they're like, yeah, we had to lynch him while he was unarmed because he was resisting Mm -hmm. arrest. And you're like, no, that's not really. No, that, that doesn't sound accurate to me. So. Anyway, we wanted to kind of touch on some of the how that stuff, uh, some of the history and, and how what's played out, but also maybe how it plays out. Um, one of uh, the guys in, in the, the Prepping Badass Facebook group, mm-hmm. Antoine, had uh, you know mentioned that this might be a good uh, topic for us to kind of delve into. I think he wanted to hear our take and I'm sure we'll probably end up offending some cops and some white people and some black people. That's and what we'll, we do on this podcast. We'll, we'll though, touch right? on I everybody. Mean, gotta, Everybody's going to be offended. If we offend everyone equally, somewhere along then it's all right. Then we're just assholes. <laughs> you're, you're not a, a cop hater or a racist. You're just an asshole when you just hate everybody, I think. But, you know, we're going to kind of dig in and, and see where people are fucking up and see if we can't maybe open up uh, some people's minds to some different thoughts and 
and maybe have a little insight on how things play bad. Cause it's funny. You always talk to, you know, I preach at my kids all the time about the evils of communism or, you know, things like that. And they're like, well, no, I read it. It's not that bad. You know, in Russia, they still think Stalin was a mm-hmm. freaking great guy, you know? And you're like, well, no, that's yeah, not a million people. That's or Mao Zedong, Mao yeah. Tong, right? In in China, you know, you're like, yeah, yeah. So only fifty million dead All people. Right. Come so, on. Anyway, come on. It's just fertilizer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that wrong? Yeah, well, I'll take that out. We'll look that out. Right. Right. Um, or, or or not. Yeah. Now I wanted to get started. No, but that's that's the callous yeah. attitude that people have. I wanted Sorry. to get started. Started. Right. Where do we start? Uh, outside the United States. You know, we're talk about some things that are going on right now and things that have you know happened recently in the recent past. But I wanted to start off with the uh, with the Uyghur Muslims. Um, now the Muslims right. live in you know the Uyghurs live in a specific frontier part of of uh, northwest China called the Xinjiang province. Okay. Um, right. Been right. There. So that was primarily uh, descendants of a, a Turkish group that lived in that area. And uh, China is not a big fan of organized religion. They never have been. They, they're they not no. a fan of Christians. Like you have to get a permit to be a Christian, but then if you get a permit, then you also end up in jail and they harvest your organs, whatever. I mean... Do what you want. I guess they're expensive. It's money. There is a lot of organ harvesting going on in the world these days. China seems I, to be making some money I off some organs. I was watching some. All right. Well, at least they're giving yeah. back, you know? That's... So, basically, they China China saw the, the Uyghur uh, Muslim uh, ethnic and religious group as being a, um, a damaging influence on the Communist Party. It's anti-communist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. what they, they yeah, a lot of religions yeah, are not, you know, so they started working. They're doing like a, basically like a systematic destruction of that, that culture. You know, they're banning the language. Um, and then uh, they're sending people to re-education camps, which are not the same as concentration camps. If you ask the Chinese anyway. Um, but what they do there is, yeah. you know, it's basically like forced sterilization. So you can't have, make more babies, you know, that way, you know, you kind of work that out. Muslims yeah. that way. Um, they have to, they're forced to renounce their, renounce their religion or they're tortured to death if they don't. Um, you don't have to commit a crime to actually be arrested for being a Muslim. You can just exist. You can be that race. You can be born that race. And that's enough to, to get arrested there. Um, now, they speak Turkish there, which is now banned. Um, and they're setting up this this uh, pervasive surveillance network in the Zhejiang province, where they're setting up police checkpoints. Um, and then they've got cameras that are collecting everything, like license plate numbers, facial recognition software is collecting you know people's biometric data. Um, they're collecting people's mobile phone data, um, and they're monitoring it to like such an extent that they're monitoring people's electricity use and how often they open their front door. And um, yes, and so that you know, basically, just existing is against the law there. You know, if you're if you're part of this eth- ethnic group, so they're just trying to straighten that out. Um, so they're doing it like through two ways. One is they're, they're sterilizing most of the people so that they can't have kids. And then the other ones they're raping so that the babies are at least half, half hand Chinese and half, uh, you know, only half Uyghur. So, you know, you can kind of breed them out by doing it that way. And it seems like, uh, you know, there's a lot of the uh, world governments have, you know, said that China is committing genocide, but China is just saying that we're making it all up and none of this is happening and it's all bullshit. Because I mean, America is having huge right. human rights violations, trying to pointing keep out. pointing out. And they recommend we have some investigations. Yeah. Over so, here. I mean, 
like that's that's been their game for a long time is that you know that peewee herman shit like i'm rubber and you're glue whatever yes. you say bounces off yeah. me and sticks to you it also works in kindergartens right, across right. america so so i mean that's that's what's going on in in china and you know there is massive genocide going on over there and you can call it whatever you want and china's not calling it that but you know that's basically what's happening but that's not like a new thing in the world you now, know no, it's easy to dismiss it because we don't like Muslim people as a like as veterans and things like that. We're taught in the military that we should be. Uh, I guess now now they're teaching that Muslims are okay. But I, I know when I was in, they were like, "Oh, Muslims are bad," right. and that's it. You you just need to not like these people. They're less mm-hmm. than human, and that's that's one of the things that they really build up in your mind that these people are inferior. So you're like, okay. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that I find. I'm trying to think of the right word. We'll say at a minimum disturbing about the Muslim religion. I don't like the freedoms that women have or the way they're Mm. treated and, and the way they basically become property for stuff. I find that, an assault against freedom and, and in libertarian kind of individuality. And, and I find it very disturbing, but on the flip side, you can't just be rounding up people and like, Hey, I don't, I don't really agree with the way your eyes are shaped Um, a little bit different than mine. Nah, nah, you're done for brother. I'm seeing some shadiness, right? Exactly. So, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, Now, do you remember uh, Kosovo? Right and and former right. Yugoslavia it used to be Yugoslavia. Yep. Um, well, the, yeah, and that's that's kind of tricky too. So I I tried to get the name. Now I was actually there um, when we were uh, <laughs> liberating uh, Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. There, right when uh, Milosevic and and the craziness was going on. And uh, it's funny. I looked up the name because like like the medals I have are. Uh, you know, they say uh, like former liberated former mm. Yugoslavia, and I'm like, all right, well, what do I call it now? What's whatever? So I was like, oh, what did what did uh, former Yugoslavia become? And then they're like, oh, well, in 1992, and I'm like, wait, that's before right. I was there. They said Yugoslavia became former Yugoslavia, <laughs> like they called it like the Federation of Former Artists Yugoslavia. And I'm like, Yugoslavia. wait a minute, it already was former Yugoslavia? Yeah, exactly. Then, so it turns out now it's just kind of divided into the other countries around it. So it's actually like parts of six mm-hmm. countries that have right. absorbed it as, you know, things went on. So anyway, they... I don't know. You you had some you wanted to touch on with this, right? Yeah. So what was going on there is basically uh, there were there were five or six different cultural and ethnic groups living in Yugoslavia at the same time, and uh, you know people get unhappy about that when there are other people in their country. I don't know. Maybe maybe you've heard about some yes. things like that, but uh, there were Bosniaks. Some there were. Uh, Kosovars, you know, then now that's Kosovo and Bosnia. There's Serbians and uh, Albanians, and then there are, there were two other mm. two other ethnic groups living in that that country. Now there's multiple different religions: Catholic, Protestant, Sunni, Shiite, Muslim, and you know, like just about every mm. group you can think of, which is you know. Which is always a mix for bad shit when you can give all the guns and power to one of those groups. Yeah. So, basically, the Serbians were not happy about anybody else existing. And uh, they just did their best to uh, to make sure they could straighten that out by killing everybody. And the government's like, yeah, yeah you know, you yep. do what you gotta do. And then actually the government ended up being having a hand in that and they would roll in the military. Now this is like, like the way it used to play out is kind of crazy. So what they would do is the military would roll into a town and they would have everybody come out and they'd check them out and they'd be like, Oh, are these people like us or are they not like Mm -hmm. us? Right. Are they good or are they bad? So 
if there were, you know, men that were not like them, then they would lynch them up and uh, hang them right, right there in the town. And they would uh, town hang them up and uh, or just execute them straight, shoot them there. Then the women and children, they would go and they would rape all the women. And because that way they're going to have good babies and mm-hmm. not bad babies. You got to yeah. think ahead with this kind of stuff. That includes the, then like the, they would say, it's you know not what? just the women, women that we think of, but like the, what I consider children, you know, 14 year old, 13 year old women. Yes. Well, I think it probably even went younger than that, but yeah. So then they would be like, you can't stay here. This isn't any good. Go to the next town right. or and whatever. All those, all the they would all leave so they and go to, the, yeah, mm-hmm. or burn it, whatever. They'd go to the next village and then they'd roll into the next village the next, you know, day, week, whatever. And this cycle would go on and on until they basically exterminated. And it's really that same thing, you know, of that China's doing of destroying culture, destroying everything that they have to connect to their past and the way they were. So that way they're recreated kind of in the, the mm-hmm. right way. Right. You know, that was Hitler's, uh, you know, make the perfect kind of human right. being, you know, let's get to the right. You know, if everybody's blonde hair, blue eyed and beautiful and, and not Jewish spreading diseases or whatever, then it would all right. work out, you know? Um, and, and that's the thing. I think we get so caught up in, well, these are are different people than us, you know, cause they're cultures that as Americans, we don't really understand, you know, people always talk about how Europeans are so diverse and worldly and knowledgeable. Well, the reason is, is because you have six countries all right next to each other and mm-hmm. on top of each other. I don't know about the six. I just that, made that up. Right. I picked yeah. a random number. Is it more than that? Okay. Whatever. There's, I, I just Who know England's an island, so I don't even know if they see other people. Europeans, right? I don't even know. But Again, that comes from that American school mm-hmm. education, right? Yep. Isn't that how that works? So you have all these countries and they're all interacting, whereas America's kind of been isolated, right? We're, we're across the pond. We have a, a different mindset and it's hard to see. So, But it also, in that way, makes it easy for us to distance ourselves from them. They're, it's like, well, yeah, you know, the, the Nazis and stuff, they were all out of control and, and you know, whatever, there are crazy people who didn't understand anything and they're so ignorant and whatever. And it's easy to dehumanize people, you know, to dismiss their actions. Not, not that we make it acceptable, but it's easy to like put it in a box in our mind, the Chinese, you know, cause we have no understanding as the average American of the Chinese culture. Right. I have no idea what goes through their head or how they do their, you know, family meals. They're just completely different than we are. And, you know, once you get to know people more and more, you start to realize we're actually all have kind of the same desires and wants. We may go about doing it a different way, but we all really kind of want that same connection and, you know, and, stuff for our families, that kind of stuff. Unless you get certain people who are just filled with hate because it's easy to teach hate and build on that. And and we're going to kind of talk, touch on that here in, in a minute, but we get so caught up in, well, they're different than us. So they're not really, they don't have value. And, and honestly, I think the military does a big thing with that. Um, in order for you to be an effective soldier, you can't see them as human beings, as as people that are just like you and me, people like your brother, your sister, your parents, you know, people with families, people who you would care about. You have to kind of separate them and, and they really focus on teaching you to see them as, well, they're commies. Oh, they're, they're right. gooks or whatever they call them in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, all these, you know, slanty eyes or, you know, these different things, these horrible names that we call people. And because it takes them from being human beings and makes them into, 
you know, just objects or, or, mm-hmm. you know, animals really is, is I guess what they're going for. And you really bring down people to a, a lower level. And, and that's what happens. Now it's easy to say, well, over there, they're different because we don't understand. But then, then we turn to the American history and, Kevin, uh, we've had some troubling history in in our past here in America. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been a, a few things or, going on for a while now. Racism in America is like, uh, it's it's well, it's like yeah, apple pie, exactly. But it's it, there's like another level, I mean, you it's know. Been there for I remember uh, talking, you know, especially when you talk to like older older uh, Americans, you you kind of get some of it. I remember talking to. Uh, um, talking to, uh, my, my girlfriend's great grandmother and, um, she was racist on like so many levels. It was, it was pretty impressive. Um, she said, she goes, well, he's Dutch. You know what that means? And I was like, oh, no, I, I don't mm. know. Apparently Dutch people are not good at, they're not very fertile. They're not good at making babies. Yeah. And then there's, there's Italians, yeah. you know, they've got, they've got their own thing that they're, they're German people, you know, they're all kind of assholes, Irish, you know, drunks. Uh, you could go through the whole list of every, mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. race, especially when you get to one of those older people, man, they really remember them all. Um, she was Serbian though. And Serbians were perfect. They were, they were fine. The other races right. that, that America surprised of that were not, the other. not correct. And I know, um, if you go back in history right here in my local area, um, there's a major construction project where they built an aqueduct from, from upstate New York down to the city. And I found an old sheet okay. that had the, the amount people got paid and it was broken down by race. So Italians made this much an hour. Um, Irish made this much an hour. Uh, uh, African-Americans made this much an hour. And so you could break it down, you know, just where your grandparents came from dictated how much money you got paid because uh, there's like a level of laziness up and down that they they viewed, you know, some races are, are lazier and some are harder working. And, uh, you know, it's it's been going, this racism in the, in the United States is not a new thing. It's been going on since day one. I think racism in the world is not a new thing and mm-hmm. it's been going on. Um, but yes, the America definitely has its history. So that was, that was one of the things. So what, one of the big ones, uh, I think we'll start out uh, um, with the, it's, oh, I believe it's Okoy. Uh, Okoy. There was a guy, uh, July. Now, where, where's that at? Florida. In, okay. Florida. Or up that way. At least I think. I, I'm gonna get in trouble here. Okoe. It's it's Okoy, but you spell mm-hmm. it like Okoe. And it's funny because uh Antoine shared a, a documentary and I watched it and they said Okoy for the first half of it, and then they called okay. it Okoe for the second half of it. And Almost so horrible. I know the town that I live in mm-hmm. right now. I don't know still the, can't don't pronounce know the name, of the the name correctly. The- and and I'm like, isn't it like this? And then they'll say it back to me. No, it's not. It's like this. And I'll be like, that's Yeah, what said. that's what I said. You know. So I don't I don't know where mm-hmm. I'm going wrong. But see, it's all these damn white people that can't yeah, even it's, speak it's English Florida. in this country. Right. And, you know, it, it's my complete lack of disrespect for their people, you know, right? For the locals. So anyway, it, it's Okoy, Florida. And there was a guy, July Perry. And very contradictory to uh, the world we seem to live in now. He wanted to organize his community to vote. And it turns out because his community was African-American, this mm. was frowned upon. And... They did not feel in Florida that that was acceptable. And by they, we mean half of the community, which was pretty much KKK guys. Now, what's unique about Okoy 
is that it actually was a thriving um, area for black people. I guess as I got into it, um, like picking cotton and, and doing stuff paid like very little. I think they said uh, it was, you know, I, I don't know. They, they had numbers, right. but I couldn't really wrap my head around like, cause they're like, Oh, for a bushel of cotton, it was 40 cents. But for oranges, you'd get like 70 cents a crate. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I have no idea how long it <laughs> yeah, takes. Yeah, I don't know how long a crate or a bushel cotton. takes. I, I don't, right. You know, I just, I'm like, all right, I, I don't know. But the the idea is they realized that, you know, if they were picking fruit, that they could uh, make a lot more money. And everybody knows we go where the money is, right? So Akoi ended up like, having a lot of work and, and people ended up building a real uh, successful uh, thing there, you know, for themselves. And so, yeah, that little bit of backstory, but uh, I, I know they said they actually compared it to uh, the right. black wall street. Right. And cause it was like a, a real thriving area for, for African American community. And so they were really doing great. And so anyway, this guy, July Perry, decided that uh, him him and another guy that they were going to organize and, and get people out to vote. And after talking to, you know, other politicians in Florida, they, they kind of set up to work it out. And all these guys paid their poll tax, which again is, is another uh, racist, uh, you know, scar in, in America's history. And they were all ready to go vote. And they were actually working with this uh, a white guy named Judge Cheney, and he um, Judge Cheney was the one kind of helping them orchestrate and and set it up, just showing them their rights and and what they could do and and helping them uh, kind of navigate the laws because it can all be overwhelming, especially when you haven't done it before. So anyway. He set them up and, and they were like, all right, we're going to go out and vote. Now, apparently there was a big distaste for this because this is an area where the KKK and, and a lot of these, you know, really racist type groups were uh, kind of uh -huh. able to thrive. We'll say that. And which is kind of weird, but it was, you know, such a strong African-American community as well, you know, that you kind of had the two hand in hand. But I guess it's, you know, both sides right. of the tracks. Right. And. So anyway, they ended up, they go to vote and they get turned away and they're like, no, you can't. And, and so July Perry went back and, and talked to judge Shane. He was like, what do you think? They said that we're not eligible and, and that we can't vote. He's like, no, no, you paid your poll tax and, and you need to go back and give it a try. Well, that didn't work at all. So they ended up chasing these people out and actually back to their homes Um and then they were actually hiding in their houses and they, they ended up like demanding they come out. And I mean, this guy was like, sent his daughter and his wife away. and was like, they're coming to kill me. I'm not going to live, but you need mm -hmm. to, you know, you need to get out of here and just go as far as you can. And they end up chasing them into the swamp and they're running through the swamps and whatever. They end up burning down houses and basically everybody involved with this who they could uh, try and, and find, they ended up, you know, lynching them. And so the basically the deputy got together a lynch mob. I know I'm a little out mm -hmm. of order on this. It gets a little away from me. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. But they got a lynch mob. They go to the houses. And that's why mm -hmm. he had a little time to whatever. They end up hiding out in the swamps. They find them. And the thing is, the the reporting on this is so horrible. They say that somewhere between three and 60 people yeah. were killed that night. That's a big disparity. I mean, that's a, a dramatic, you know, discrepancy. Exactly. And they ended up, uh, this July Perry ended up being hung and shot and uh, hung in the uh, Judge uh, Cheney's mm. front yard. And so they did an autopsy and the medical examiner checked it out and he writes his report. Oh, he died due to, you know, being hung. And he said, but there's no connection to, 
the voting right. and any of that. Because he could no tell the medical examiner so could tell from were, the body. Yeah. Right. He did an investigation. Yeah. There, there's no connection. Then he called uh, the feds in. I, I The medical examiner didn't. Uh, I guess there was yeah. kind of an outcry from the local community. And they did an investigation. And the feds came in. And it turns out that nobody's right to vote was violated and nobody's constitutional mm-hmm. rights were violated. The, there was no discrepancy there. Every, everything was okay. Here. Nothing happened. You know, but uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just disgusting how we kind of like wash over our past. And it was weird where there's no accountability and then they're doing interviews um in this documentary i watched and they're going back and talking to people in the the town present day and it turns out they're still pretty racist (laughs) there and they still have some shadiness going on everyone's like oh you're moving to okoy and it ended up being pretty lousy but this is is one example and the worst part Um, is he never they never got refunded for the poll tax you know they they didn't get their money back. Um, so I mean, you'd think that would, uh, yeah. No, I can't even comment on that without getting in trouble. Um, all right, then we had that was in mm-hmm. 1920. Now I'm going to take you all the way into the future to 1921 because right. we obviously learned from mm-hmm. our mistakes. We had the Tulsa riots. Now the Tulsa riots. Uh, supposedly the way this one started out, this was, uh, it was rumored and nothing really seemed to be factual on anything anybody said, but there was a a girl who worked as a, uh, elevator, like doorman. I don't, what are you called when you're an elevator worker, like bellhop or I, I don't know. So anyway, they, uh, was supposedly assaulted by by an African American, maybe, maybe not. Um, it, it sounded pretty much fictitious. Um, maybe turns out maybe the black guy wanted to use the and, elevator, right? And that was that was Watch. enough. That oh yeah, that's wrong. You know, I don't know. I I just know that again, it's the the winners. You know, write the history, and and it kind of ends bad. So. They end up uh, going and uh, deciding to demand that they like turn mm-hmm. over this guy, and oh, you gotta you know give him to us so we can uh, kill him, you know, because that's what we do with people mm-hmm. who offend us, you know, people who are different than us. So they end up like rioting and and like I guess the African American community got back together to kind of like mm-hmm. defend this guy, and. So they end up, uh, they, they, they make a wall and, and they're like, Hey, no, you can't, you know, go in there. So the, the white people in the community end up just going ballistic. They start burning everything. They're beating people in the streets. They said that they burned five churches, 1200 homes and the black community hospital ended up getting completely, you know, destroyed. Um, the, uh, white, white hospital refused to let any African Americans in there. Cause you know, that would mm-hmm. be ridiculous. And they, again, once again, 150 to 300 African Americans were killed because no they have no idea. They ended up now that and it left 10,000 African Americans mm. homeless. Yeah. 10,000. And having your house burned down, that's pretty mm. dramatic. That's all your stuff is gone. Everything you own, your savings, your everything, it's gone. And then you're thinking, well, you know, at least, you know, FEMA or somebody came in and helped them out. Well, turns out they did come up and set up some camps. And they put them all in the camp where they were not allowed to leave and they were detained. Um, They used the word internment camp. Um, You know, who knows? All right. That's what we Mm -hmm. do in America, right? You know, we've heard camps. Camps are the thing. 
think my sarcasm is going to get me in trouble. These, these are always when I, mm-hmm. I get into trouble. Um, they, they ended up, they buried the, the 150 to 300 in unmarked graves and nobody was able to go find their relatives or identify bodies or do anything because they were in the camps not allowed and leave. not allowed right. to leave. Right. And that they did a thorough investigation. No arrests were made. Turns out they're not sure anybody did anything wrong. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that's pretty mm-hmm. much how that played out. But these kind of things are allowed to go on. I mean, obviously, you know, certain riot stuff, you know, whatever you can't, it gets away. And I don't know that you can always pin mm-hmm. it on the government. Um, I know in Okoy, it was the, the local government that, you know, the deputy that, that rounded up a lynch mob and, and, and went out on these things. But we, we just let these things go on and play out and then just kind of cover it up and, and sweep it under the rug. And I, I don't even know what goes through people's heads. Now, the way I think this is happening and and I know everybody says in your mind, well, but this would never happen today because we're so much right. better, right? We're civilized. We're, uh, but we are, do people have higher morals than they did in the 50s yeah. and the 20s? Yeah, people, right. Um, do, do you think that, you know, people are, are closer to the Bible and religion and yeah, maybe religion, you know, you could say, well, that's, the big problem, you know, it was because of religion that we all hated each other. Um, you know, I, it's just disgusting. The big thing is that we end up dehumanizing each other. And, and that's the whole thing. You know, Hitler was really big on it with, uh, you know, they called Jews rats and pigs. Um, you know, they have racial slurs for African-American people. We have, uh, you know, they, they would call, uh, you know, they always used to say the dirty Jew mm-hmm. or whatever. And, you know, we have words for, you know, Muslims or different things, you know, things that people say. And it's all meant to dehumanize each other. Uh, you know, people call people hippies or Democrats, commies, you know, whatever. There's all kinds of derogatory words. It's, it's that, you know, derogatory words. I was hoping that would just slip through unnoticed, but uh, yeah, exactly. It seems that, you know, but it it, it, seems that, you know, in this country today, we have this big thing where we label each other, you know, different words that are different, you know, to to make sure that everyone knows that we're different than, than them, you know? Right. And it's easy to dismiss them as having valid opinions because they have something that in our mind we built up as so dramatically wrong that they're not even human anymore. You know, if they could, you know, think politically so different than I do, you know, how could they like that orange haired freak? Right. You know, and that's, you know, how dare they, if they could see that, then they're not even human Mm -hmm. anymore. And that's how we see it. It's really despicable. You know, Republicans shouldn't be allowed to vote because, you know, they no, we need to find a way to stop that. You know, uh, it just gets so and we're so isolated. You know, I, I would talk to people and they tell me about how, oh, my daughter doesn't talk to me anymore because I voted for Trump right. or vice versa. You know, I, I don't talk to my kids anymore because they uh, they they didn't. Uh, you know, they voted for uh, some crazy Democrat, you know, who is, uh, you know, Pelosi or whatever, you know, somebody that we hate. And, you know, and that's it. I mean, it's just we hate Donald Trump. We hate Pelosi. We hate Schumer. We hate, you know, Mitch McConnell, you know, all these guys. And it's so easy to, I don't know, like we, we just dismiss the whole person as a whole you know, my wife is in all these uh, farmer groups on Facebook and somebody will mention something political or whatever. And she honestly, like anytime she's in one that, that kind of spirals out of control politically, she ends up like trying to drop out of it or just, you know, I mean, like leaves the group altogether. 
And she's like, there's so few left that I could be a part of. And there's even like reasonable guys who will be like, you know, but could we talk about how it's kind of wrong that, you know, that somebody was kneeling on George Floyd's neck without it becoming Mm -hmm. political, you know, without it being uh, this and that, can a man just be wrong and whatever? And can we have a discussion? And then people have some kind of stuff and are like, Oh, well, no, you're an idiot. And, you know, it just spirals and we're so wound up as a society. And, we have all these different groups that we all have to hate each other and you're different than me and I'm different than you and you misspoke and said the wrong thing. And now I secretly know you're a racist and you know, all this stuff, we just have so much hate and so much anger against each other. And we really do. And I think I was going to say, we really do see people as less than human. And or less than, you know, yeah, a valuable, you know, individual, you know, uh, Ayn Rand with Atlas Shrugged kind of was big on, uh, you know, if you have thought, you have value. Uh, you know, she she kind of like if you can't think and, and do anything, you don't need to necessarily be smart. But if you're not thinking, how are you different than, you know, a chair or anything else? And that's that's kind of how we build it up with the other political, you know, side of the aisle where, well, and, you know, and that's the same thing, you know, white people about black people and black people about white people and, you know, and, and Muslims against Christians and, you know, Jews, well, everybody against Jews. And, you know, it just, we all, well, they don't even think mm-hmm. rationally. So they have no value, you know, and what with the Indians, right. You know, when we uh the Trail of Tears and all that stuff, we 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 call mm-hmm. them savages. And we call them savages to imply like they don't even function in like a society kind of level. You know, when they say, What are you a savage? You don't eat with silverware. You know, that's how, how we use those words today, right? Um or oh, you don't take your shoes off when you come in the house mm-hmm. with muddy boots. You're, what are you a savage? You know, we say these things. And it's because it's meant to say, like, you don't even think or understand. You're so simple and you have no value. And that's what you do. You put these labels on each other. You know, as a society, I don't mean, you know, that we're doing, you know, whatever. But we all, and I mean, I'm sure there's stereotypes that in your mind you can see, you know, we kind of have certain little thoughts that will, you know, pop in your head where you'll be like, oh, well, you know, that person, they, they do that because of this and, and you dismiss whatever. And people do stuff just because they're crazy. You know, I mean, I, I dismiss people if they're communists, obviously you have no thought if you think that, you know, whatever it's, you know, we all have our things and now mine aren't necessarily based on race. It's, it's your uh, political affiliation. When I hate you that, you know, if you're a socialist, I'm going to just that. But it's, that's the thing. We group people together. We judge them as, you know, and it's so easy to dehumanize when you put things in, in groups like that and you get rid of the individual. And I feel like Facebook and the internet, it's so isolating. You see these tweets that people share and, and I'm sure that people share things that are kind of like, they make you smile or laugh, but they're Mm -hmm. inappropriate. We'll say, and you automatically dismiss, oh, well, that guy's an idiot. Look at this horrible racist thing because they didn't see where you're coming from and your point of view. I feel like a lot of the inflection is right. lost when like, you know we connect yeah, you on can't, the internet. You can't hear the inflection in a voice right. and sarcasm, things like that, and you type it out like people understand what, what your meaning is. And, you know, and then you have these algorithms on Facebook where – you know, people show you things that reinforce what you believe. Um, you know, they, so if you're like, oh, you know, cops are always beating, uh, beating on people. And whenever you see a post that has cops beating on people, you comment or like it or do whatever. All of a sudden, Facebook is showing you video after video of cops beating on people. 
you know, same thing. If I look at sawmills, all of a sudden they're showing me sawmill after sawmill after sawmill. Well, it's one of those like self-fulfilling mm-hmm. kind of things where, you know, you're like, oh, the government's wrong. Look, Democrats only do evil things. And you keep commenting and liking, you know, things like that. Facebook will show you that. Um and, you know, vice versa, you know, Republicans are only doing evil things. Facebook will show you that. It's whatever you embrace, it builds. And we get such a slanted view of the world. And I think, you know, COVID adds to that. We don't go out. We don't talk face to face. We don't see each other anymore. And even then we're hiding behind mm-hmm. a mask, right? Um, and the same thing, you know, oh, I think that the COVID vaccine is bad. Well, that's what I'm right. going to see on the internet. I think the COVID vaccine is good. That's what I'm going to see on the internet, you know, is article after article about what we want to hear. And it's so isolating and it really makes it that we can dehumanize each other as individuals. And so, you know, I just think you guys need to, you know, just take a step back when you hate something, when you hate somebody, when you, whatever, Know your reasons. Think about where you're coming from. Think about where the other people are coming from. But realize, you know, I mean, that's always one of my things. You know, I always get it big on gun control. And I'm like, have you seen what happens in history when the people have too much power and, you know, can kind of roll over you in the Ukraine? Um, You know, right now we allow things to go on. You know, we're like, oh, we would never... Uh, the Christians are being, you know, destroyed in Egypt. You were saying there's yeah, no there's Christians, zero Christians left in, huh? in Egypt. Zero Christians in Egypt and the throughout the Middle East, you know, they're murdering Christians. They're selling them in slavery. They're harvesting organs. We talked earlier in the podcast about the Muslims in China and we don't do anything. So tell me that society has changed. Tell me that we're so much superior now. These things aren't going to happen. Um, we can't let hate just escalate and, you know, go on out unchecked and out of control. You got to see people as people. Um, get to know people, understand people, see where they're coming from. And I mean, yeah, everybody does have value. And, you know, if you're, you know, like with Muslims and things that, that irritate me is if you're going to dehumanize somebody and, and treat them horribly, you know, yeah, I'm going to have a problem with you. I'm going to find it wrong. My tolerance doesn't go so far that I see everybody as, oh, well, that's okay. Cause that's your religion. Um, I was just reading something. They're talking about the different cultures. Uh, I think like the Aztecs or something they're talking about in schools. And, you know, and, and some of the, the Indians had like cannibalism and, and they had, uh, you know, human sacrifice with the Aztecs and, and like that. And no, I'm not going to see that as okay. And that's like some of the schools are like, well, it's just a different culture. You just mm-hmm. didn't understand it. And I'm like, yeah, that's not really the approach I would take. You know, I understand we can look at the world differently, but if you're going to disrespect human life, I'm still a defender of human life. I'm not saying go understand the German culture in the 1940s. You just don't understand. You don't get it. Right. You can't, some cultural shit, you just can't, you can't tolerate. That that's the flip side. So don't be so tolerant that you're down for abuse and, and different stuff like that. I'm not saying that I'm just saying, understand that people have value and thought and get to know them and understand their culture before you decide you need to be filled with hate and whatever, and maybe take the hate down just like a notch, maybe even two, two notches, you know? And, and definitely if you find that you hate somebody because they look different, they dress different, they act a little different, then I have a problem then you really you need to get yourself in check and rethink your ideas. Um, if you hate them because they like to keep women locked up in closets, then we could talk, you know, then we could say, Hey, I, I feel like there might be a problem there. When you violate somebody else's rights in order to express your freedoms yeah. and liberties, then I can see that we can have a little less tolerance on that one. So 
So be a little forgiving with uh with our sarcasm. Understand where we're coming from, <laughs> just because I'm an ass. Um, but basically that's where we're at. So if you're enjoying what you're hearing, um, you can support us on patreon.com. Um, I believe we're getting those patches sometime soon, maybe. Uh Patreon.com slam prepping badass, and we will get some new patches out to those of you who've been patiently waiting and haven't sent us any angry emails. And also, uh, you can, uh, let me think, Patreon, what else? Email us with show topics, ideas, questions, concerns at preppingbadass at gmail.com. If you want to be part of the discussion, you could also join us on Facebook in the Prepping Badass group. Or I think Facebook.com slant survival prepping is a uh is a some kind of page that we have. I don't really know what's happening. And otherwise, uh oh, if you went around, turns out we're not like we have I think a, a greater audience, large numbers on like iTunes and things like that in the survival podcasts, but we don't rank so high when you look at it and I was trying to figure it out and it turns out we don't have many reviews. Like we have like 200, but the guys who, you know, are, are, are ranked higher are like a thousand reviews and we don't really push you guys to leave reviews. Cause I, you know, whatever, man, I'm not a guy who leaves reviews. I don't do that kind of thing, but it turns out that maybe will help get the word out and, uh, you know, get those numbers up. So if you wouldn't mind going and leaving a review and telling people how we offended Mm -hmm. you or whatever, and, uh, go on, uh, you know, wherever you downloaded this podcast, leave us a review. We'd appreciate it. And with that, stay safe. And we'll talk to you guys next week. The survival and basic badass podcast is a proud member of the self-defense radio network. to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. Six, eight Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.